this is a WKXL Spotlight. You might be able to hear the energy in my voice because I love synergy. And when things kind of come together, even if there wasn't necessarily a plan, well, my last name is McIntyre, Jim McIntyre. I host the Sports Machine with Slim, and I also host the WKXL Spotlight episodes. Today, our Spotlight will be on McIntyre Ski Area, and I am pleased to welcome Allie Coakley, who's Marketing Director at McIntyre Ski Area, onto the line to share some information about McIntyre. Hey, how are you? Doing just fine, Ellie. I am. There's so many questions I want to ask, but I will start out by saying, yeah, I. There's no uh, last name. I don't think um, be relation here to the owners of of McIntyre Ski Area. But I'm wondering if you might be able to educate some of our listeners on just kind of how the the mountain and the ski resort kind of came to existence and some of the history there. Sure. Uh, so McIntyre McIntyre began turning chairs in 1971. Um, five years later, in 1976, uh, we opened up our ski school, um, and it's been kind of going on since ever, ever since then. Uh, we're, we were part of the city of Manchester, uh, but then that changed uh, over in 2017. Uh, so now Russ, Russ Bovair is um, the owner of McIntyre Ski Area, and uh, he's the current general manager. I see. I saw some of that history on the website, Allie. And you as the marketing director, what are your responsibilities over there, and how long have you been with McIntyre Ski Area? Uh, I've been with McIntyre Ski Area for three winters, so it's been a a good stretch. Yes. Yeah, and have there been a lot of changes? I mean, we're jumping right into back-and-forth questions here, but you started three years ago with McIntyre Ski Area. What's the biggest change you've noticed between then and now? Uh, the biggest change that we've had, probably, you know, just the amount of events that we've been able to host over the past few years. We've really increased um, the, our presence in the McIntyre Park with our Park Affair event that hosted uh, a bunch of snowboarders in the park of, you know, Brahms, male, female, all kinds of denominations. Sorry. Uh, and then... We also had a $5,000 prize purse, um, so that was really pretty impressive, too, uh, for the first-place prize. That was for the um, rail gym that went on. Was that uh, this, this past weekend? What was it, the January 12th weekend? Uh, it was January 14th. Okay, and so what exactly went on with that? It was called the, a, a rail gym, and honestly, I'm not even familiar, really, with what that is. Uh, so the rail gym, it's, um, it's a jam format. It's up in our park, uh, basically we have different jumps, rails, uh, park features that are judged by one of our judges was a Mountain Dew tour judge, uh, natural selection, um, X Games. So uh, we had some heavy hitters come out this past weekend from all over and uh, just basically they throw different moves down and that is then judged on a certain amount of criteria and we've got we just we had incredible talent that came out this past weekend 
That's exciting. That's something that I think a lot of people wouldn't know much about that takes place over at McIntyre Ski Area is different contests, and then you're mm-hmm. talking about prizes that are, are rewarded. I definitely want to hit on some of that stuff. Uh, I would say, though, for, for people that don't know much about McIntyre Ski Area, I think uh, a lot of people do know. I mean, right in the heart of Manchester, easily accessible, and it's just such a great mountain for for especially beginners or younger kids to kind of get started over there. Both of my kids both have taken lessons the last couple of years at McIntyre Ski Area. Want to talk what you think from a marketing standpoint, kind of what the best selling points are for McIntyre Ski Area? Lessons are definitely where, you know, where we're at. Um, We start with the age of three with our parent and Todd program. Um, They go for three-week sessions, four-week sessions, five-week sessions, depending on which one you want. Um, and then from there, uh, we have our Little Max and Mighty Max programs. We have our first and second session. Right now, we're in the middle of our first session. Uh, but you can do skiing or snowboarding, and you can be any age, any ability, um, and get out there. So uh, we have Women of Winter and our adult programs that we also offer for, you know, those that have either been skiing before or want to try skiing. Um, it's really just a non-intimidating great area to to begin or to sharpen some of those skills. Our instructors are absolutely incredible at narrowing in on exactly what it is the individual needs. I can provide uh, testimony on that as well as far as the, the instructors the the people that have been there to teach my kids, and there's been a handful of them, both of the last two years when I've gone to watch the lessons, and, and both of my kids are snowboarders. So, you know, a lot of falling down, not easy to do, but I've noticed the instructors have been very just encouraging, personable, and, I mean, my kids say, hey, all right, we're going to go and see. I, I forget the the woman's name who was, who was the instructor last year, but I know my daughter was especially, uh, you know, she was looking forward to go and see her while learning uh, something new with, with snowboarding. So for the winter of women or the women in winter, you mentioned that, that's aimed at what type of age group? Like who's showing up for those? That's for, for women who haven't skied or snowboarded in the past very much? You can you can ski um, and just be in a different level. Uh, but also it's really great for a beginner skier um, or never ever. And it just it gives you a different kind of lesson base. I mean, you start with coffee and pastries and then you get out on <laughs> snow um, and you're out there for a couple hours. And It's just, it's a good feeling of camaraderie between all the women and as they see each other progress, um, they just, they get more confident in their skiing abilities. And those go for what, once or twice a week? How often does that group meet? Um, that group meets uh, every Monday, once a week. Nice. So, I mean, there's so many reasons why you could start to to go to Mo McIntyre. Hey, you just want to go someplace local? It's pretty easy to get to, not too far away. And if you want to learn to ski or snowboard, right there, it's a, it's a great smaller type of, of mountain. That's not taken as an insult at all, is it, Allie? Is, would I say it's a no. smaller mountain? Like how, the, Mount McIntyre uh, or McIntyre Ski Area, kind of, it, it is what it is, and it's great at being what it is. Exactly. We, we know what we are, and we're 200 vertical feet. Um, we have 11 trails, and we, you know, we also have snow tubing, so we have eight lanes of snow tubing that is amazing. So we, we definitely we 
cater to the beginner area, um, but we certainly have some higher-end uh, instructors that can teach, you know, racing and um, freestyle. So there's just there's a lot of different options for everybody. Yeah, you. I mean, you're talking about this rail jam event that went on this past weekend, and you said the prize money was it was five thousand dollars was given away. Yeah, yeah, it was. It we're thinking it's probably one of the highest prize purses on the East Coast. Right. So I mean, you got very uh, new initial entrance into the skiing and snowboarding market with three-year-old kids that are going mm-hmm. to say, hey, this is the ideal mountain to get started on and just see if you like it. I mean, I, I think that for anybody that's listening here to this show right now, is like, hey, if you haven't skied before, what would be a reason why you and or your three or four or five-year-old might get started in skiing? I mean, there's a lot of health benefits to being outside. It's great working in the muscles, I'll tell you that. But what are some other reasons, Ellie, why you think somebody maybe would try going snowing, snowboarding or skiing for the very first time? Well, winter is definitely long here in New England. So um, getting out there and trying something is always one way to pass the time. Another reason would be that you get to go out with your friends, your family. You know, it, it's an activity that you can do at any age together. And it's Having those chairlift conversations are one of the greatest things, you know, I've ever experienced with my kids. It's like, you know, you're sitting there and they're pointing something out and they want to go down a certain trail. And, you know, those are the memories that you take back with you. It's not just about the conditions and um, how many trails you did that day. It's really about who you were with and, you know, if you were having fun. um, All of that really makes a big difference. Yeah, the having fun piece, as you just said that, instantly in my mind, I said, well, it's not that much fun for me as a 49-year-old man to try and teach my five-year-old son how to snowboard. So that's why I feel turning it over to an expert and the instructors at McIntyre Ski Area, that's like a relief on my end. And it's more likely that my child's going to have more fun because they're not going to hear me going, Hey, now, Alexander, you need to stand up. Don't be so eager to fall down. We're going to start to dive into those lessons a little bit more when we come right back from this commercial. You're listening to a WKXL Spotlight with McIntyre Ski Area on 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. We're always live online at nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back to this WKXL Spotlight on McIntyre Ski Area. Both of my kids have signed up for lessons. We're here talking with Allie Coakley, Marketing Director from McIntyre Ski Area. My kids have signed up for the second session of lessons, which start up in February, Allie, right? What's what's the process here? If somebody's listening right now and wants to sign their kids up, or if they're adults and maybe they want to take some lessons, but what what's the process for signing up for, for lessons? Sure. So if you're interested in signing up for a lesson at McIntyre Skiria, uh, most of our second session, uh, it all starts in February, and the deadline is January 28th at 9 a.m., and uh, you just go right online to McIntyreScaria.com. You'll go to our snow sports page. We have uh, the Parent and Tots program, the Little Macs, 
Mighty Max. And we also have our uh, kids' vacation camp. So if anybody's looking for a February vacation week, um, something to do with their kids, uh, we, we have day programs as well as week-long programs. So let's dive into that. When uh, I mean, those spaces aren't totally booked yet. If parents want to be sending their kids to McIntyre Ski Area for a ski camp during the vacation week, what's the process look like for that? Uh, so the process is just going online and uh, picking out if you want to do a five-day lesson for a four- to six-year-old or six- to 16. Um, or the other option is our day camp, and that's 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., that is the New Hampshire February School Vacation Week, which is uh, February 26th to March 1st. Uh, but lunch and snacks are included. It's super fun. They do different um, themes throughout the week, and kids just have an absolute blast. Uh, we also offer single-day camps, and those are 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and that's specifically to President's Day, which is February 19th. Uh, and those, uh, the February vacation deadline is February 22nd at 9 a.m. to register. And so how do, uh, I'm just curious for the ages, let's say I have a five-year-old and want to bring him to McIntyre Ski Area for, for the day. He's going he's gonna to go ahead and, and learn to, to snowboard for the entire yeah. day. Is he having like a personal chaperone? How does that, how does that work over there with like who's responsible for my five-year-old? Because sometimes five-year-olds can be a little difficult to deal with. Yeah, uh, so we have our instructors as part of uh, the ski and snowboard school, and they would be out there. Um, for the four- to six-year-olds, the classes are only an hour for those five-day lessons, but for the six- to 16-year-olds, um, those could be the nine to four, and uh, they'll, they'll be out. Sometimes they go snow tubing, sometimes they go for a hike. So they're not spending all day out on the mountain just in lessons. There's a lot more that goes into it. They stop and they do some kind of um, activity inside if, you know, it, it gets, they just need to warm up. Um, and then lunch and snack breaks. And it's just, it's a really fun time for, for kids. They have a great, you know, they just, they get to know each other. Um, they build up with their skills. And by the end of the week, they're all over the ski area. Yeah, it's good to be able to mix things up for kids, kind of keep their attention uh, moving in different directions. But uh, I can understand if they're going to be out there on the mountain, at least for a chunk of time each day over the course of five days, like they're going to be considerably better at either snowboarding or skiing on the Friday than they were when they started out on the Monday. And then, hey, they probably know how much they really enjoy the, the hobby or, or, or the sport, whatever you want to classify it as, to be like, okay, hey, I want to do this for the rest of my life. I mean, sometimes people just absolutely fall in love with snowboarding and, and skiing, Elliot. Are you a heavy ski, skier and, and snowboarder, or, or you know, do you, are you just work as the marketing director and you don't, you don't go skiing and snow, snowboarding at all? Uh, this is definitely something that I started when I was very young. And, um, you know, those, those sunrise chairlifts and last chair um, were always part of my weekly routine. So, uh, at, right out of college, I ended up working in the ski industry and, and here I am now 13 years later. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a passion for me. I snowboard, my kids ski, um, and just seeing everybody else out there, it's, it's 
it's good to see. It's, it's a fun sport to share with everybody. What was it that made you fall in love with, with, I don't know if you started snowboarding or skiing, but what was it that made you say, hey, really, I, I enjoy this so much, I want to do it all the time and maybe even work in the industry? Uh, I guess for me, I, I like to ski fast. <laughs> so, um, but there's also other other options. I, you know, there's the backcountry, there's the different events. Uh, I did the first pond skim um, ever last year at McIntyre, and that was wild and so much fun. And I had never anticipated it was something that I would enjoy doing. But uh, you have all these, like, kids and grown-ups that are cheering for you and they're, like, luau outfits. And it was just, it was a different experience that, you know, just keeps going throughout the season. You know, you think powder days are, like, the perfect day, but... You get a sunny day in March, and it's just perfect out there, and and that could be the best day skiing too. Skiing, snowboarding, and also you talked about the tubing options there, McIntyre <laughs> Ski Area. I have not done tubing before. I know my wife did with our kids, and you know she said they had a great time. What's what's the tubing setup like over there? Uh, so we have eight lanes for snow tubing, and it's serviced by a conveyor lift. So all you have to do is grab your tube and step onto the conveyor. It brings you all the way to the top. And then one of our attendants will slide you all the way down, like spin you, slide you down. And um, you do have to be five years old and 44 inches tall to participate. Uh, But it is so much fun. And we do birthday parties and exclusive events with those um, where like big, you know, corporate corporations come in and um, rent out the entire hill. Um, and then afterwards we have like a party room and you you can throw your birthday party there or your, you know, your, your anything pretty much. Um, but it's pretty convenient to be able to just step right onto that conveyor and go up versus, you know, the, the sledding, uh, aspect of like hiking yourself back up. You can get multiple runs in, in our two hour session. So it's super fun. It's, $35 and you just basically need the tube to go down. We do recommend that you wear like decent boots, um, snow pants, winter coat, hat, gloves, mittens, whatever you need. Um, But that's it. And it's so fun. You provide the tubes there for people, right? We do, yes. And uh, when you go down the tube, it's just singles. There's no, you can't do two people on one tube at a time or any group ones like the large supersized tubes or something like that. Everybody has to be in their own tube, but we do allow the tubes to be linked up. Um, so, you know, you could end up going down with three or four people in, um, in your own tube, but all together. Interesting. Yeah, I can imagine being a kid, like a teenager, saying, hey, drop me off over at McIntyre Ski Area today. We're going to go tubing. And you can do that all day for 35 bucks. Like if they show up at 9 o'clock in the morning, they could, if they wanted to, they could just go sco- uh, snow tubing for five, six hours. Not exactly. So sessions are two hours long. Um, we offer them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then uh, weekly or daily throughout the holiday period. Um, we are actually opening up this coming Tuesday. Uh, we're opening up our snow tubing session. So we'll have 11 to 1, 1 to 3, 3.30 to 5.30 open, um, where we normally wouldn't be open for a Tuesday, but um, many of the schools are out. Uh, because of the primary, so we're gonna um, we're gonna open up our snow tubing for anybody that's out of school and 
wants to come try it out. That's solid marketing right there, Allie, looking ahead <laughs> at the schedule and lining things up to give people options. I, I would say that's, yeah, that's an excellent marketing move. <laughs> Definitely. You, your uh, decision? No, I wish. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure plenty of decisions you've made over there have come to uh, you know, be excellent decisions for McIntyre Ski Area. We're on the phone here with Allie Coakley. Um, Allie, can we talk about other things that, that uh, events or, or partnerships, sponsorships and stuff that you do over there as part of the, the mountain operation? Sure. So one of the other, um, or a few of the other things that we do are events. Um, like our Bob Gilman Fun Run that's coming up in a couple of weeks, and that's partnered with uh, Granite State Generosity, and um, that's a $25 ticket that gets you entry into the race. Um, and then you also, that includes your lift ticket for that race period. So I believe the race starts at 3, awards, or the race starts at 10, the awards are at 3, um, and it's just, it's for a good cause, and um a really fun time. Uh, they have this awesome raffle that goes on during it. Uh, other events that we do that are in partnership with others uh, is the Manchester Mac High School Cup. Uh, so last year we had Central High School, Dairy Field, Memorial, Trinity, and West all being racing against each other. Um, it was pretty wild seeing all of them out there and Yes, that's an area I want to dive back into then. As we transition to commercial, Allie, I'm going to talk because I'm, I'm competitive. I'm super competitive, and I want to hear how this turned out, please. We're uh, on WKXL Radio, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, nhtalkradio.com. This is a WKXL Spotlight with McIntyre Ski Area. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back to WKXL Spotlight. We're learning about McIntyre Ski Area, going in-depth with Allie, Marketing Director. She's explained to us how, hey, we can do lessons for three- and four-year-olds. We've got various leagues. We've got all types of activities going on there where we ended up segment two was with a competition. Once you start talking about competition, a winner and a loser, I just get perked up out of my chair because I'm a big sports fan, Allie. And so what exactly happened with this battle of high school skiers over there? You said last year and it's coming up again this year, right? It is, yes. So last year we had uh, the Manchester Mac High School Cup and it brought out Central High, Derryfield, Memorial High School, Trinity, and West. And they competed uh, on the Gilman Race Trail. And uh, it, was, it was pretty cool to see all the athletes out there. They were cheering for each other. They were just um, super psyched when we brought them all in. And there's, like, this big trophy that gets awarded to them at the end. Uh, but they go through a giant, giant slalom and a slalom course. Um, race begins in the morning. And uh, this year we have it set for Wednesday, January 24th. 
coming right up here next week. Yeah, see, that's that's exciting stuff for me. I wonder, is there any talk of going on uh, amongst the high schools leading up to that? You know, it's like the best skier from West talking trash to the West, the best skier from Central. <laughs> like, I'm taking you down. And just, uh, I can imagine if I was in it, I'd be talking some trash leading up to the event. I, I imagine there's probably something out there. I, I don't know, but uh, it, it certainly... I'm sure the competitiveness of these kids are, are definitely going to shine. Yeah, well, looking forward to that. And anybody could just come and go, like, as a spectator. I'm sure you could just yep. go over there. But is the course also open? Like, the, the mountain's open that day to, to regular skiers who just want to show up as well, right? The mountain is open, uh, and it will just be that course will be closed off to the public uh, during that time. Sounds very cool. So th- that's why I wanted to do this uh, spotlight with McIntyre Ski Area to show people that, I mean, yeah, okay, it's a great mountain to go and learn at, especially for the kids. I have my two young kids there. But there's so much other stuff going on there. And not for nothing, but it's an affordable place to go to learn how to ski. And I know there's something you have over there called like a one great rate uh, where you can get all your equipment rentals and stuff like that and maybe even get a lesson alley. What is that one great rate thing? The One Great Raid is an incredible deal. It is every Saturday uh, for $68, 3.30 to 9.30. Your lift ticket includes skiing, snowboarding, snow tubing, and your rentals. Uh, we have lesson tips that go on with our ski instructors from 3.30 to 7.30. And then most of the nights we have uh, some kind of opera, ski, live music. Uh, we've got a hot cocoa and cash bar. So... It's definitely like the most affordable way to get out on the mountain in the winter and literally experience every single thing that you could possibly do at McIntyre Ski Area. Yeah, even if you went with the kid or two for the first time, if they didn't necessarily love that, right? It's a couple hours in. It's not like, all right, let's just pack up and go home. No, we're going to go. Let's go do tubing. For a couple mm-hmm. hours. It's almost like a guarantee. You're going to find something fun within, you know, for a $70 price tag. You said 68 bucks, right? You, over the course yep. of five to six hours, you're talking, it's almost like $10 an hour to go over there. And like I said, you get exposed to skiing or snowboarding. You get the rentals included. Is a lesson included in that too? Uh, so they're lesson tips. So you would go out uh, and meet up with an instructor and they would just go through uh, if you've never skied before, the basics on how to ski. Um, if you've <laughs> skied before, then you know they'd take a look at what you're doing and give you some some pro tips on what could make it a little bit better. There we go. Yeah, try to make yourself more of a guarantee that you're going to have a good time. Because if you go out there, especially with a kid, just say, all right, here's your skis. All right, go get them. Go get them, Tiger. Uh, you can go up this, uh, what's the lift called where it just kind of, it's a rolling carpet. What's that lift called? The magic carpet. The magic carpet, right? You, that's pretty yeah. easy for the kids. It's still, it's kind of fun for them to ride up and for the first couple of times, like, oh, you know, they got to keep their balance. And then they're turning off the magic carpet, turning to their left, and then looking to come down. If they don't have any instruction or have any idea what's going on, they're not going to make it too far. No, no, but that's why we have the instructors out there. And the nice thing about um, it, including skiing and snowboarding, if you decide that after you've tried skiing, you want to try snowboarding during that time, you can go back in, get fitted for your snowboard, and uh, get right back out there and try that too. 
I think that's great. And I will say, from myself having been over there with my family, just to, to go in and do the rentals, the people over there are always in a good mood. Even I can tell if so, it's busy, you know, there's different people coming in all at the same time. They all need help. Your people just kind of put their heads down. They, they're going through it. They're smiling and getting people in and out with a good attitude. So going in and, and registering for the equipment and finding the right sizes and stuff, that can be a little bit of a process. Your folks, I have always found them to be pretty easy and make it almost like enjoyable. To, okay, this is part of the thing. Let's go and get suited up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have such a extensive amount of equipment, so um, it's nice because we are just able to go. Okay, you know that one doesn't work, but here we have another option, and um, we'll get the right fit for you uh, and make it as easy and and get you out there as, as quick as possible. Enough for nothing. That sizing up area where you do the rentals, that's right next to the retail shop, right, where people can go over and actually buy equipment and stuff. It is, yes. And in the retail shop, we sell everything from helmets, goggles, gloves, to really nice keys. Uh, we offer seasonal leases. Uh, so there's a little bit of everything in that, in that shop. The seasonal leases. So you can go in at the beginning of a season and say, hey, I want to kind of rent these skis and do it just for this year because as you grow a lot of times you'll need like longer skis or something like that so you offer this i mean you call it a lease program am i right to say that's kind of a rental yeah. program yep yeah some very similar so uh you you have it for the entire season you take it back and forth with you and um oh. at the end of the season uh you just drop it back off and, and the next year you can come in and pick out different skis different boots and get back out there yeah, you just make it easy for everybody this, to find out if they want to love this this sport. And and then afterwards here, you can go over, what do you have for like um, your food? And there's a restaurant over there, a bar and grill or something like that, right? Is that new? Uh, so in the off season, when we're not operating uh, as a ski area, we have the Hill Bar and Grill. And it's open spring, summer, and fall. And it has a full menu, full bar, and... Uh, the like most beautiful outdoor patio space uh, for dining. It's you know you're looking up at the ski area and um, you know, kids tend to run around there. We have some cornhole games and different things that we do. Uh, we have a couple events that we host, like our uh, vine and hops at the hill in the spring, um, and then our scenic chairlift rides in the fall. And there's just a lot of different options going on and every every day at the hill is something different we've did um women's wednesdays uh tuesdays was a bourbon and beer bourbon and burger um what else did we do we had a cribbage night um <laughs> so there, there's just like a bunch of different things going on we'll have live entertainment on fridays and saturday nights so Always, always something going on, and the food is absolutely incredible. Our head chef makes it just amazing. So, wow, definitely recommend. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought the off season at McIntyre Ski Area just kind of things shut down. That doesn't sound like that's the case at all. So, I'm learning stuff here. So, the head chef operates like the the, the a full restaurant menu during the mm-hmm. off season and what about during the, the ski season does the head chef still kind of control everything that's being cooked out there for people too he does it's definitely a scaled down menu it's your typical ski lodge foods um but it's really good so like i love 
going over and like having a soup, but we also do, um, you know, the, the burgers, fries, hot dogs, uh, pizza, um, you always have your chilies and, and his breakfast sandwiches are incredible. Um, we do, you know, all kinds of different sandwiches and stuff right off the grill. So plenty of options for anybody that's coming in to, you know, come in and get something good to eat. Yeah, good and somewhat quick because, I mean, you, you're there to ski, right? And if you come exactly. in and you go to the lodge or you go inside the restaurant indoors and you're there for an hour and a half or two hours, all of a sudden you're like, well, maybe you're a little wet, you're cold. Do I really want to get back out there? And plus, you just you don't want to take that break in between. You want to get something to eat, you're out back out half an hour. Okay, let's go. We got some energy. Let's go work it. Yeah, yeah. And this way, you know, you can pop in and grab a, a hot cocoa or a coffee and warm up and then get right back out there wow. and his cookies uh when he when those cookies are <laughs> baking i the whole lodge smells like a giant chocolate chip cookie it's incredible ellie i could hear it in your voice when you said those cookies <laughs> those cookies like automatically cookies are good any kind of cookie for the most part is good but these sound next level so we're gonna have to ask you what kind of cookies the, the specialty is over there when we come back from this quick commercial break on this WKXL Spotlight with McIntyre Ski Area. You're listening on 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. This is New Hampshire Talk Radio, nhtalkradio.com. me you went to the commercial break wondering what is Allie's favorite kind of cookie that she gets there at McIntyre ski area this is a WKXL spotlight and we're diving deep into the offerings of McIntyre ski area I didn't know they got freshly baked cookies over there Allie when you think I want a cookie right now from McIntyre ski area what kind of cookie is coming to mind for you <laughs> uh, definitely the chocolate chip cookie but we have like the giant M&M ones and uh, the peanut butter cup ones. I mean, you name it, we we have them. But when the chocolate chip cookie ones come out fresh, like the entire lodge just smells absolutely incredible. So now, now I'm thinking like, I got to take a walk over and make sure that I go get a warm cookie. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll tell you what, what I am the type of person who if I'm riding the chairlift with one of my kids, that's when I would dig into my pocket and kind of take out. <laughs> the saran wrapped cookie and just yep. you know, put it in my mouth and have them look over me. Hey, hey, where, where'd you get that from, Dad? And then, you know, maybe I give some to them or maybe I don't. Depends what they're doing out on the mountain and if they're behaving <laughs> and doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, these these will definitely fill the pockets. Um, they're, they're a pretty considerable size. So as we come down the home stretch here, this is the last segment of this WKXL Spotlight. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the weather. I mean, if you're going skiing and snowboarding, snow, you want to be part of the picture. I don't know a lot about the snowmaking operations that are in place over there at McIntyre Ski Area, but what has been through, what's been so far from a weather standpoint, what are your thoughts for this year? Um, so we definitely had a rougher start to the season. Um, you know, there, there's just been a lot of rain, and uh, it's hard to, you know, work with temperatures like that and make snow. But 
Um, the nice thing about this stretch of this week uh, is that we're in the right temperatures to continuously make snowmaking happen, um, not only over on our snow tubing hill, but uh, all over this area. So we do anticipate, you know, in the next week or so being 100% open for snow tubing. And then um, we're hoping, you know, by next Sunday, Monday, uh, that we'll have pretty much all of our trails open and covered. Uh, This temperature is perfect to just keep going even throughout the day with our snowmaking guns. So we're pretty fortunate with this stretch. How long has, uh, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but how long has McIntyre Ski Area been using, like you said, the, the snowmaking guns? And I know that equipment, just to me, I look, oh, this looks so difficult to put in place. How does this stuff even work? And uh, everything gets gets just a water underground system, and then we're, we're spitting out the snow evenly all across. How long has McIntyre been making their own snow? Is that forever? We've been making it for a long time. I don't know the exact you know, numbers for that, but... Um you know, every year we continuously invest in replacing snowmaking pipes and updating um, the fan guns or the, the snowmaking guns themselves and um, just making sure that, you know, the energy that they need is appropriate to what they're um, going out at. And, and it's constantly something that needs to be monitored because you need to know the humidity level along with what... Um, know what what the temperatures are so there's a lot that goes into it um to make a decent snow but the nice thing is where we didn't have a ton of snow we still were offering snow tubing and um quite quite a bit of terrain uh where you could be in the surrounding manchester area and see no snow at all on the ground but here we were skiing and snow tubing and snowboarding um even in december it's your business. Having snow on the ground, you kind of need it to run a, a mountain for skiing and snowboarding. And so, like you say, it sounds like just constantly evaluating what's in place, what's the newest thing. I'm sure there's new inventions coming in that industry all the time. It's like, all right, well, how much money are we going to spend on that? Well, I mean, because really, Ellie, you get, what, I'd say two to three months now. I remember when I was a kid, it seemed like it was snowing more in December. Like before Christmas, I always thought there was snow on the ground. But nowadays, it seems like Snowfall's sparse until you get into like mid-January the last couple of years. So you're locking in from like mid-January till mid-March, end of March. You got two and a half months to kind of, I don't know, capitalize on the business, right? Yeah, I mean, every year seems to be different. I remember really snowy Decembers and, um, you know, this particular December just happened to be more wet than snow. (laughs) It really depends if we're in an El Nino or uh, some other kind of weather pattern. It it just really it it varies every year. Yeah, part of the wonder of living in in New England. So if you live in New England, like you mentioned earlier, Ellie, you said, well, skiing and snowboarding can kind of be a, a break or something, uh, some things to do during a long winter. I'm wondering for you, what do you see when you talk to people? I'm sure you talk to a lot of guests over there and, and people that are coming to use the mountain. Like, What, what do you think motivates people to get out there and, and try skiing for the first time? I think I mentioned it earlier in the show here, but like, especially if you're an adult that's never tried skiing before, what's going to make you go, yeah, I'm going to try it. And yeah, I'm going to go over to McIntyre Ski Area and check this place out. Um, a lot of the adults that come here, I've noticed, they want to ski with their kids. 
a lot of the kids are in our school programs and they find that they want to be able to get out there and spend that time um, outside with them and enjoying you know what they're what they're learning uh, other other reasons are their friends are doing it and they want to give it a try and um, some people they've just moved to this area and they're looking for something to do uh, and this is a great place to learn and it's affordable and accessible so uh, lots of different reasons for different people but most of it comes down to the, the social aspect of um, being able to get out there with a friend or family member and, and spend that time together. Yeah, and as you mentioned on the chairlifts, even just being on the chairlift for 30 to 60 seconds, I don't know how long it takes to get to the top of the mountain there, Allie, but hey, it's just me and you. Hey, what do you want to talk about? What's going on? All right, so it's probably not looking at our cell phones, heads down, as most people are nowadays. You're actually out in nature, looking at some beautiful scenery, and you're having to talk to somebody else. That's that's kind of a lost uh, thing in American society. Right, yeah, unless you're in our park, and then, like, our park crew is, like, always, you know, taking little reels on Instagram and different things like <laughs> that, and so they, they definitely have their phones out a little bit more than the rest of the crew, but but for the most part. Everybody is, uh, you know, having one-on-one conversations. Well, I'm looking right now on the website, uh, McIntyreSkiArea.com, and just looking at the pictures, and you can see, oh, oh, there's groups of people. Oh, they're out there having fun. Everybody's walking around. Looks uh, like beautiful weather. If somebody wants to go and learn more about McIntyre Ski Area because they're hearing about it here now for the first time or they haven't heard about it in a while, how? what's the best way? I mean, going online, right, McIntyreSkiArea.com. Is there anything else you would advise people to do? Uh the website, McIntyreSkiArea.com, is definitely the first place I would recommend. Uh, you can visit our mountain reports, see what's open, um, what we have for upcoming events, uh, what tubing sessions are open. Uh, other options to find us, you can find us on Facebook, so, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we post on those daily. And um, beyond that, uh, we have an e-newsletter and... Um, that goes out weekly with just what's coming up and what's happening at McIntyre and uh, deadlines. So there's there's always something out there um, that is either entertaining, like our mac and cheese um, promotion that we've got a, like a little video series of like kids in the park um, that are doing YouTube videos now, and uh, that's really entertaining and another great way to see what's going on at McIntyre. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's McIntyreScaria.com, and uh, that gives you all of our pricing, our hours, what's, what's happening. Um, and even in the off-season, you know, the Hill Barn Grill menu and what, what we've got going on each day. Yeah, I want to check that place out. Like I mentioned earlier, I didn't know that you were open in the off season, and now you're telling me full restaurant type of of offering. I want to I want to definitely go over there and see what the chef can can put together. You said I think incredible was the word you used to describe it. it was something really really good like that. So <laughs> off season stuff that that will stick in my memory from from this interview. Wow, one piece though I I didn't ask a lot about, or maybe you mentioned, but I I didn't hear um, stuff that that stuck in my mind was the after school program what's happening Mm -hmm. kids will go directly from school right to the mountain in the afternoons they do yes so our afternoons become pretty busy uh after school some schools bus the kids over others 
um, do it individually, but we work with the surrounding community schools and uh, get them out there with their peers skiing, um, whether they need rentals or lessons or if they just are free skiing. Uh, there's a little bit of everything for pretty much any age and ability um, for those schools. Love to hear it because when you have your child out after school, it's like, all right, what are you going to do? Come home, play video games, watch TV or whatnot. Well, how about going out, doing some activities with other kids, similar age, and hey, maybe they have their phone, they're taking videos, they're sharing stuff with their friends out there afterwards, like, hey, this was me skiing, check me out. And uh, I just think there's lots of benefits that can come from, from this sport, Allie. Thank you very much for appearing on the show today, Allie Coakley, Marketing Director at McIntyre Ski Area. Thanks so much for having me, Jim. This has been a great WKXL Spotlight on NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. You're listening on 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. Stay tuned for more and go check out McIntyre Ski Area.